0: Welcome, you are now tuned in to Real Estate Investing Women podcast. Laura and myself, Liz, are a mother-daughter team that has a combination of lifetime experience, as Laura has over 33 years of experience in the real estate investing business, but also with a modern vision and approach by myself, Liz, a newer investor of five years. Combined, we created a winning formula. We are dedicated to empowering women as they start the real estate investing journey by offering a supportive community of like-minded women, up-to-date training and strategies, and showing you how to build a real estate investing business of your dreams around your lifestyle we are going to share with you the real deal as it comes to real estate investing. So listen in and today we will address a specific topic and answer your burning real estate investing questions. Be sure to email in your questions to be featured at questions at realestateinvestingwomen.com. Let's get started.
1: Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to today's podcast. I have a great guest here. Her name is Camilla, and she will be talking about a different way of doing real estate investments, uh, really more about becoming a passive investor. So um, go ahead, Camilla, uh, say a little bit about you and what you do with your company, and then we can get going.
2: Well, thank you so much, Lara, for having me on. I'm so excited to talk to you today and to, you know, help out all of your listeners. Um- yeah, so I'm Camilla Jeffs, and I um, am CEO of Steady Stream Investments. My company is a company that teaches the first-time passive investor how to get involved in real estate without having to be a landlord, uh, or negotiate deals, or do any of those things that may seem a little bit overwhelming um, at first. And uh, and so it's a it's probably one of the simplest ways to get started in real estate investing. So I'm all about keeping my life simple because I have five kids and <laughs> there's life gets complicated um, but i i really love this this way of investing
1: great and uh, so how did you come across this concept or how did you get started uh, with your company
2: yeah, so I actually started out as an active investor. So I started very young. I got my first property when I was 22, and we were house hacking that property. And we you know, rented out the basement, and we were paying maybe $100 a month to live there. And the property had a pool. So we're like, this is amazing. How, how can we do this again? And so we started really digging into real estate. I started reading a ton of books and, and just realizing the power of real estate investing. Uh, from there, moved on to, you know, do the live and flip method where we, you know, we moved into a house that was really old and, and beaten up and we fixed it. And then we moved on to uh, and moved out, either rented or sold it uh, and just acquired a bunch of single families there. Well, fast forward 15 years and I've been putting in all the blood, sweat and tears, like literal blood because I was doing all the, all the <laughs> repairs myself. Um, and, and we, and I found, and I always wanted to buy an apartment building. I always thought, you know, if I could just get to that level and buy an apartment complex, I'll be set. Right. (laughs) And, and, uh, and so I started trying to figure out how to buy an apartment complex and apartment complexes cost millions of dollars. I'd never bought anything that was over, you know, 500,000 in all my investing journey. Um, And so I was a little intimidated by that. And I looked at my bank account and like, there's not millions of dollars in my bank account either. Well, how am I gonna do this? And and that's when I discovered passive investing. And passive investing is where you simply are the money partner in the transaction. And in some of these large multifamily, uh, what they call them syndications, which is just the fancy word for group investment. Um, Once you dive into one of these, um, you can join as a passive investor, which means you're just simply putting your money into the project, but you're getting the exact same benefits as if you owned your own rental property, such as cash flow, tax benefits uh, passes directly on to you, so you still get that tax write-off, and you get to participate in the appreciation but you don't have to be a landlord and deal with toilets, termites, trash, tenants, right? All those teas. you don't have to be a landlord. And when I discovered that, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. And the returns on it, on them were very close, if not better than some of the single family homes that I had done. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try this. And so I sold some of our single families and rolled that money into a multifamily passive investment. Um, and I, and I was nervous, right? I was nervous to do it at first, uh, because I don't have the control anymore. And I'm kind of a control person. Uh, but <laughs> I wanted my money to make money, not just my brain and muscles, right, to, to make money. And so it was time to put my actual money to work instead of just myself. And um, I've loved it ever since. And I loved it so much that I was like, I've got to teach other people about this. I've got to teach other people about this really awesome way to invest in real estate um, that's simple, not complex. Uh, and, um, it, and it can feel a little bit complex because it's a, a different way of looking at properties. Um, but I'm all about simplifying it and, and teaching it in a way that anyone can understand and anyone can get into their first investment. So that's what I'm here to do.
1: Great. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that, too, because I've been a landlord myself for a long time and then I sold everything. Then I became a landlord again and now down that three times over. Now I am actually a passive investor and I have a partner who handles all the hands on things and to exponentially grow as an investor. Um, you know, you have to do it this way. Because, you know, think about it, the big real estate tycoons around the country, they're not there fixing toilets or painting, you know, they just put their money together with our investor and leverage, leverage this money to grow up their portfolio. So what you are talking about is really the best way to do it. Because uh, like you said, you know, you're never going to grow as an investor unless you want to be, even if you're not hands on yourself, even if you have a management or project management, you still have to be involved in some capacity, right? And uh, it's your name and your money on the line. So great. Okay. So now with the type of investments, then then you do, um, and that you promote, you know, you teach people how to do, What is usually what you teach is usually what they can expect as far as return on their investments.
2: Yeah, great question. So uh, return on your investment. So typically, um, the way a a typical multifamily syndication works is it's, we hold it for about five years. Um, And the types of investments I like are called value add. And that means that just simply means um, we're going to go in and maybe we're going to buy a building that was built in the 1980s, and needs to be updated. And so we'll go in and we'll renovate. So very similar to a single family home that needs to be renovated. And then you can then a tenant is willing to pay more money to live in a nice place than they are to live in a dumpy place, right? So we do the same thing just at scale with like 100-unit apartment complexes. Um, And so once we are able to add value to the property, suddenly that property is worth significantly more. Because the other cool thing, um, difference between single-family and multifamily is that single-family properties are valued based on what Joe sold his house for down the street, right? Like it's very subjective. Um, But multifamily properties are based directly on the income you bring in minus the expenses. And that number is called your net operating income. Um, Whatever that is, there's a multiplying factor depending on the area, right? Because all real estate is more expensive in California than it is in Oklahoma, right? Um, And so at uh, that's the value of your building. And so if you can either increase the income or decrease the expenses, your building is worth more. So from a passive investor point of view, like what do you care about? Well, I care about how much money can I earn? in this, on this investment. So, and um, you know, just to really simplify it for the listeners over the course of five years, you should be able to double your investment, right? So if you put in a hundred thousand dollars into this investment over five years, you should get it should turn into $200,000. Um, and so that's, that's the goal. That's the, that's what we aim for in all of our investments that we bring to our passive investors is to try and trying to double that money in five years, while all along the way, you're getting cash flow all along the way. Um, and then a big chunk of money when it's sold at the end.
1: Great. Okay. So you make money during, and then also at the sale. Correct. So that, that's great. And, um, the money that you make during the investment, what would you say is uh, on a yearly rate? Is it eight percent, ten percent? Yes,
2: it's between eight to ten percent on uh, you know on a yearly rate, and then at the end you get a big chunk of money. So about forty percent right. of your return is that cash flow over those five years, and mm-hmm. then this, then sixty percent is at the end of the investment. So if you average it out over the, you know the whole return over five years. It's going to give you an average annual return of somewhere between seventeen to eighteen percent,
1: which is really really good. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. really good because most For of no them work, right? <laughs> right.
2: Seriously.
1: The most models I've seen are, are anywhere around twelve percent. So to give anything over twelve to fifteen percent is really good. Okay. And so you said you invest in multifamily properties, especially larger properties. So what type of investments are you working on right now?
2: Yeah. So I'm working on one right now. That's a uh, hundred units in Oklahoma. The, and um, I really love the Oklahoma market for a couple of reasons. Um, one, that it's a heavy cash flowing market. And that's really my goals. So I want to make sure that I have cash flow coming in and I provide cash flow for my investors. I'm not, um, I'm a very risk-averse person, so I, I don't like investing in places where you hope that it's going to appreciate. I mean, you know it probably will, like say California, for example. You know it's going to appreciate and appreciate quickly, but you may have to feed it, right? There may not be any cash flow. And then you're just banking on appreciation at the end. That to me feels a bit risky. I I don't like that. It's, I, I like to be in markets where there's going to be very strong cash flow from day one, um, even before we go in and renovate. And so those are the types of projects. And that's what this project in Oklahoma is doing. It's already cash flowing really well. Um, and it's going to be after we renovate some of the units and we make a couple of tweaks and changes to the um, expenses, then it's going to be really spitting out some great cash um throughout the investment. Um and then it will appreciate over time because we're gonna force the appreciation, right? Um, but mm-hmm. we're not really banking on a giant appreciation on this. We it's just gonna have really solid cash flow going through. Um, and that one is closing next week. So we're super excited. We've already got um a whole bunch of investors that are, you know, have put their money in. They're super excited to join the journey and uh and the majority of them are first time passive investors. And so they're, they're, you know, learning all of this and figuring it out and, and uh, it, it's going to be a great journey. Great. You know, I
1: agree. The Midwest, uh, I invest in St. Louis and uh, the Midwest offers a lot more as far as uh, returning your investments and uh, you know, and the appreciation, even if it's not like what the East coast and the West coast do, as far as these big jumps, but it's a more of a steady factor. But in the meantime, like you said, a lot of your return is in the cash flow. The cash flow cannot be beat anywhere else in the country than the Midwest. Totally agree. So how is the money for the investors protected during these investments?
2: Yeah. So that, that's a great question, right? So what's the, what's the risks involved here? Um, so the investor money, so we do a couple of things to protect it. First, we prioritize it, right? So uh, we, we call it capital preservation. We want to make sure that, um, you know, Warren Buffett always said, rule number one, don't lose money. And rule number two, refer to rule number one, right? <laughs> like don't lose money. So super important to us um, as the general partners on the deal that we don't lose anybody's money. Um, In fact, we are you know, we're willing to take no money just to make sure our investors get, get what they deserve. Right. And we do that by um, one offering a preferred return, which means the first 8% off the top of those profits are going to go straight to passive investors before we make any money at all. Right. It's because we want to prioritize the investors because we know that that's, you know, that's their, their money, their hard earned money that they, that they've, they've worked for for a long time, some people takes them a long time to save up a $100,000 to be able to put into an investment like this. Um, and we want to make sure that we're prioritizing that. Um, and then a couple of other things that we do is we make sure we have a solid business plan, right? We, 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 do a very extensive, we call it due diligence, which is just means we do a ton of inspections on the property. We run it through lots of different financial models. We have um, experts come in, take a look at the property to make sure that it is solid and that it will perform the way we want it to perform. Um, And so before we even ever offer it to investors, we have done pretty extensive um, evaluations on the property. Now, after the property closes, and as we're, as we're moving through, again, we're going to offer that preferred return to make sure investors are taken care of. Um, and then we also are, um, work, we work really hard with our property manager to keep the property going. So we're in constant communication. I mean, um, even though we hire a professional property manager to take care of it, we're still on calls weekly with that property manager guiding and directing and and staying on top of it to make sure that that the asset is performing well.
1: Okay, great. So what are your plans now? Are you looking for other investments
2: as well?
1: Uh, Since you're closing on this one next week, you have other things in the
2: works? Yes, yes, we're always um, looking for other deals and you know looking, we really like that Oklahoma area. I live in Texas. Texas is a great market as well. Um, and so always farming for other ones. and we are we, and we do have a couple of deals in the pipeline that, that we're working on right now. Um, they're not ready for investors yet, but they will be shortly. So um, so yeah, there's always there, there will be deals coming and going.
1: And uh, what is the minimum investment that you uh, require for somebody to work with you?
2: Yeah, every deal is different, but typically minimums are between fifty to hundred thousand. And I know that's not that's not a, a small chunk of money, right? That's a big that's a large sum. Um, and the reason it has to be a large sum is because these investments we have to um, keep small the amount of investors that we have, like the um, into one of the deals. So for example, this this last year we're we're raising around two million dollars for it, um, and so we put the minimum at fifty thousand. But if we had a deal where we needed to raise $5 million, the minimum would probably be around 100000 just by means of keeping the numbers of investors. So there's, there's a limited number of slots for investors to, to be able to get into a deal.
1: Great. Okay, so how can uh, uh, anybody reach out to you to get more information and also, you know, to see what type of opportunities you can offer?
2: Yeah, I would love to talk to anybody who's interested in passive investing. So um, you can go to my website, it's steadystreaminvestments.com. Um, and right there on the front page, I have a link to a free course that's all about passive investing. It teaches you everything from A to Z, the numbers you need to know, the information you need to know. And it even includes a 10 year plan in it that will show you if you invested $50,000 a year for 10 years, what would that look like, and where would you be sitting? And um, I'll give you a hint: it's great.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. No, that's great because you know I'm always a believer that you obviously have to set up a plan in motion. You just don't go out there and invest money saying, "Okay, see what sticks." Right? Right. You all you have to have a goals. You have to have a plan, and uh, and use a steady approach. I've done syndication too, so I know it's a really good model that works. Uh, you know, being implemented. Like you said, you do your due diligence and you make sure the investments and you always want to protect your investors. So I like what you said about making sure the investors get paid first, because unfortunately we know there has been a lot of situations around the the world where people, you know, just go out there and get their money and, and then, you know, they don't do what they're supposed to. So that's very important. And this is a business that everybody can make a lot of money. Like I said, I love passive investments. I do it myself and uh, is the best way to go if you don't wanna be into the day-to-day operation. And like you said, you, at the end, you make even more money than if you were doing it yourself, especially if you work with somebody they know what they're doing and they got a, a good system set up for you. So great, great. So yeah, go ahead and please reach out directly to Camilla. I like the freebie that you said you can get on the homepage. I think that's very important and you should definitely consider Now, if somebody wanted to start it with less than 50, do you have any opportunities for them?
2: Um, So there are opportunities out there that occasionally there'll be ones that come up, but they're they're a lot harder to find. Um, But here's a tip you can invest with a partner, right? So if you, if you have 25,000 and you have a family member or friend who has 25,000, the two of you could form your own LLC and then you could invest as a single LLC into a deal. And so don't underestimate the power of partnership even as a passive investor. So you can you'll get together with other people. And I've had people do that before in, in our investments.
1: Great. Great. Now, good tips. And like I said, the best way to find out all the needs and outs is to reach out to Camila personally. And uh, I think this is actually the way that a lot of the investments are going to go. There is a lot more crowdfunding companies coming up and in investments. And this is how it's going to go, especially if you want to go into, um, you know, an investment where you, the true passive income, right? Because a lot of time you say passive income, but means you're a landlord and you don't want to be a landlord. So this is the true passive income. And this is how the big real estate tycoons really grow their portfolios and and leverage the money. Great. Well, thanks for having this uh, uh, informational podcast today. I'm glad we connected. And go ahead and give it one last time your contact information.
2: Yes, yeah, so you can reach me on my website, SETI Stream Investments, um, or you can um, find me on Facebook, find me on LinkedIn. I, you know, I'd love to love to chat with any of you just using my name, Camilla Jeffs.
1: Okay, great. Thanks everybody uh, again for being here today, and thank you for Camilla for taking the time.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Yes. Yeah, bye bye.